Hi and welcome to edition number four of the Writing to Health podcast. Today we will be discussing all of the current events coming up this current week and what that means to you as a class goer. We will be reviewing spin circuits and talking about new people who have tried it and their thoughts so that you know whether to give this new class a go. We will also be discussing diabetes and how the news lately has been saying that the first stop should be surgery, gastric surgery. And finally, our weekly advice will be working out with a cold. What should you do? Current events. So, what's happening this week at Riding to Health? We've had a request for another early morning spin class. Uh, so we're looking at that for July, but that will take a little bit of jiggery-pokery and some staffing changes, so watch this space. We also have a new class starting this Saturday called High Impact. Now, this is a replacement for the spin class that's come off the timetable, so it will be equally as difficult. This will be a high-impact class, Tabata-style, and it will have cardio-based exercises, 30 minutes, hardcore, no rests. So why don't you book in and give it a go? This is also Rebecca's last week before she goes on maternity leave. So from next Monday, Melissa will take over the Monday evening fit camp until Rebecca's back. Got a question? Wonder what we're doing? Wonder what's coming up? Why not visit our website www.riding2health.com where you'll find everything that you need to know. You can book all your classes and appointments online. And if you've still got questions after you've visited our website, there's an email and contact form right there for you to get to con in contact with us. Review. So Spin Circuits has been on our timetable now for a month. We were recently asked by the few people that go to this class if we would add one in on an evening. So we've now got one on a Thursday at 3.30pm and a Wednesday night at 6.45pm. This is a 45-minute class and what do you have in store for you? Well, it's like a Strength Circuits class and a Spin class mixed together. So you are going to get into pairs. The class takes 10 maximum and your partner will be of equal height. And what you'll do is you'll swap between a strength circuit and a bike for a song. So every song finishes, you swap places. So somebody is on the spin bikes doing a spin based workout instructed by me. And the other person is in the main studio doing a strength-based exercise. Now, the challenge with this class is twofold. Firstly, you have to switch from cardio, hard workout, cardio, high impact, heart pumping type thing, over to calm your heart rate, exercise, hard strength exercise. Now, the challenge with the strength isn't uh, what the workout actually is. It's the time that you have to do it for. So you will keep doing that same exercise for maybe up to three minutes. It depends how long the song is. That's where the challenge comes. And then right when your muscles are really tired, you have to leap off that and back onto a spin bike and bust along and work hard. And this swap out happens right the way through the 45-minute song. The type of 
feedback we've had from this class is that it's really high value hard workout um that it's a real big challenge that it's a it's fun to switch up between the two and everyone who's given it a go not really knowing what's in store for them has come back for another shot so why don't you give that class a go it's at 3:30 on a thursday afternoon for 45 minutes or it's at 6.45 on a Wednesday night for 45 minutes. The class isn't yet running at completely full, so I'm sure you'll get a space, but don't forget, our booking system will only let you book up to 24 hours before, so get in there nice and early. I'll see you there. No, no podcast is complete without a giveaway. So here's today's giveaway. If you reply in an email to us, writingtohealth at gmail.com, with podcast for giveaway, we will give you a handout which shows some simple swap outs for your weekly snack cravings and three simple recipes to make sauces. Email us now. In the news this week, there has been some talk about gastric surgery and how this should be the first stop for people with, that are overweight that have diabetes. So I thought I'd discuss this idea because, well, there's a lot of views on whether this should or should not be the case. Now, I've worked with several people who have had gastric surgery and the results and how, what people think about that are very, very varied. There is no doubt that gastric surgery will help you to lose weight really fast. But there's also several side effects that you've got to consider. Firstly, all the excess skin that you will have after you've lost all that weight. You will probably need further surgery in order to remove that too. Are you willing to go through that as well? Also, there's all the scarring from all the surgeries that you will have to have. Are you willing to accept all the scars too? More importantly, however, what about the education that goes with that? So you have had the surgery that enables you to lose weight really rapidly, but how did you get there in the first place and how will you make sure you don't get there again? So I know about someone who has had gastric surgery and has followed all of the protocol and is now looking fabulous. I know someone else who's had gastric surgery who's followed all the protocol, has not had the skin removal operations, is looking semi-fabulous, but still isn't feeling so fabulous inside herself. And I know a third person who had the gastric surgery, didn't follow all of the nutrition advice, has put most of the weight back on, but also has all the scarring from the surgery and is right back at square one and then some and feels worse than she did before. Now, in my opinion, with it should come an education programme on healthy eating, nutrition and maintaining weight. That's what we do at Riding to Health. Whenever you go through any one of our body blast schemes, you will have an education programme to go with that so that you don't need us forever. You know how to maintain that at the end of the six or eight week programme. What if they were to add that into gastric surgery too? I think that would be a much more successful journey for all those people involved. And I think that gastric surgery on its own is only going to be as successful as that individual themselves and where they were at the time. 
So if they're having gastric surgery because they've tried everything else, then I suggest perhaps that's going to work. But if gastric surgery was a first stop for diabetes and, and being overweight, then I'm not necessarily sure that is going to work because that person hasn't tried everything else, hasn't tried the, the healthy eating, hasn't tried the exercise, and after the surgery is going to be in the same position they were before, just minus the weight. Surely that's setting them up for failure, is it not? So I'd be really interested to hear what you guys think about this all. If you had any direct experience with gastric surgery, either yourself or a family member, uh, successes, not successes, any thoughts on the matter, contact us because we're keen to hear what you have to say. This week's advice. Here in the deep south, well, that's in New Zealand where I am, it, now winter is upon us. We've had the first heavy snowfall across the western coasts and the ski season will soon be in full swing. So that means that you will probably at some stage get some type of cold, throat infection or fluish type virus. You can probably hear from my deep voice that that's exactly where I'm at right now. So what should you do about that? Is it best to just sit, curl up and wait it all out? Or sweat it out? Or exercise it out? What's the best way to deal with this? So firstly, if it's just in the nose and the throat, you're going to be affected by breathing. So you're not going to be able to do high impact exercise, but you will be able to continue to exercise if it's low impact, nice and steady state. Plus, you'll get the feel-good endorphins from that, from getting out of the house and actually doing something. Trust me, I know this. I'm not sure at that point, though, that swimming would be the best thing for you. Unless it's aqua jogging. I wouldn't be sticking my head underwater if I was you. That was head. I lost my voice at that point. <laughs> and then, if it's on the chest, of course, that means rest. Absolutely. Chest infection, no exercise. Rest it out. Sore throat? Less talk. Trust me, taking classes and trying to do spin classes and trying to project my voice across the hall on Friday, I almost didn't have a voice. I've gone for a vow of silence since I finished work on Saturday and my voice is doing a lot better than it was. So really, if you've got a sore throat, you should talk less. I know it's hard, well it is for me, but it does work. There is no quick fix though, you're not going to speed it up. There has been much research, there's been all sorts of cold centres and people were subjected to all sorts of things in England for years. They tried to find a quick fix and there just isn't one. You've just got to manage the symptoms as best you can and ride it out. You're not going to die, you will survive. So thanks for listening. That was podcast number four in the Riding to Health podcast series and we'll be back next week with another exciting episode. Ciao. Or should I say, until next time, inohora.